This is Pixelated Audio, episode 137, featuring the 1500DS Spirits Volume 10 Ego. Welcome to Pixelated Audio, a podcast focusing on game audio, its history, and the people behind it. We're your hosts. I'm Brian, and this is Gene. Hey. And today we're going to be playing music and talking about 1500DS Spirits Volume 10 Ego for the Nintendo DS. And this is, uh, we're going to do a short one today because we took a little bit of a break just because of all the craziness that was going on, and we just needed some mental um, time away from pretty much everything. But... Uh, we are making an effort to get ourselves back into um, our, our routine and I think we have a fun episode to today to go through. Yeah, we're back in fighting shape. We've got the notes for a couple of episodes lined up. We're really excited to be back. The track that brought us in was the title theme from, uh, and you may have heard the name Ego. It's really just the letter I and then Go because the game we're playing here is Go, the classic board game. <laughs> yes. This is a cool track. So, um, you know, I've been wanting to actually do it in like an expansion pack or something for the series, but really there's not a lot of really standout tracks in the series, but this one was really cool. I think that, um, you know, we, we haven't really played like more classical, traditional Japanese style music on the show for an episode. And this was a great one to feature. I think, um, it has a really good tone and really good um expression i think that we get out of the ds i mean the ds has really good um sound capability but this was um a just really solid well composed track for sure my brow was furrowed i was i was preparing myself mentally for the tough competition of playing those go competitors as i'm sure you were <laughs> uh yeah yeah so uh, again it, we just you know heard this soundtrack and just thought it would be a fun, a fun thing to, to kind of talk about and share. And this whole series uh, was, I don't know if it was really popular, but the, the idea, if you're familiar with like the simple series, this is a different kind of thing, but 
1500 the name implies that is a uh, a kind of a budget gaming series where 1500 would be 1500 yen about 15 dollars and um you could pick up you know uh shogi or go or darts or something and you know play on the on the train with your fellow go friends i guess <laughs> well i mean we were talking about this earlier. You're sitting on the train. You lock eyes with somebody. Lightning shoots forward. You whip out your DS, and it's time to play. That's yeah, Kankabat Bonto style. And <laughs> I mean, and right on the train. It's it's it happens to me so often. Like I, I just get tired of it. I just keep my eyes down. <laughs> I know. I mean, especially in the year of COVID, you know, it's just like a, a constant threat. Yeah, it's like know? I'm not exposing myself <laughs> for just for a game of Go. You're gonna have to find somebody else. <laughs> So this series was started off um, by a company called Tusket. And I thought, you know, the name sounded familiar, but not, you know, I hadn't really seen their logo. And of course, uh, I had no idea about anything they've ever done. So in 2002, this company called Tusket was formed. And it's a Japanese company that deals with information technology, uh, cosmetics, herbal supplements, gambling games, budget video game titles. And they were most active as a game developer and publisher in the mid to late 2000s, making titles for the Nintendo DS and the DSi or DSiWare rather. And it's such a strange company. We were going through their website, which is still, it still exists. Yeah. It's kind of a grab bag to put it nicely. It's very strange. <laughs> so like, like uh, this series um, specifically was released around 2007, 2008. And uh, they still showcase this on their website as like, yeah, this is like, this is one of our, our, our babies, you know, like we <laughs> co- like check us out and like all of our herbal medicine and cosmetic stuff, because that's what they're doing now. Like the cosmetic stuff is front and center, but right next to that is their DSI games from, you know, 15 years ago, 12 years ago. You know, it reminds so, me some PC developers that made games in like the shareware days, you can still buy like. Jazz Jackrabbit is not a good example, but it's like you can still buy it full price. Like, who wants to buy a twenty-year-old game for like nine ninety-nine? <laughs> right. Oh, and you know the thing is, like, the games are actually like pretty well polished. True. Um, they're they're simple, and so they're not. Uh, I mean, they're they're classic board games. They didn't reinvent anything, but they're pretty well polished. They make use of the touchscreen uh, that you know for the DSi and the um, or the DS and the uh, stylus. So uh, makes it nice, but again, they are you know you're playing chess, darts, um, mahjong. Kind of these, you you of know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what to expect. Yeah. So uh, they developed and published the 1500 DS Spirits series, um, which are primarily all just board games, card games, um, mahjong, reversi, chess, and so on. Shogi was the second game in the series, and it actually shares a very, very close soundtrack to this, and it was released in 2007. And then this game, Ego, or Go, is the 10th and final game in the series, and it was released in May of 2008. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, within a very short period of time, they were just kind of putting them out pretty much every month for about a year. There's not too much to say about them. You know, budget software titles, very similar to Sega Ages or D3's Simple series, so if you've gotten any of those like ultimate card games or ultimate clubhouse games, it's that sort of thing. It's just very simple right. digital versions of, of the games you pretty much know and like. Yep. So um, do you want to talk about the cosmetics a little bit? No, I'm no, just kidding. Uh, uh, not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into our next track. This is BGM2 
from uh, Ego and uh, also similar to the one in Shogi for the Nintendo DS. GM2 for Ego for the Nintendo DS. And as we mentioned, this was also in their other game, Shogi, but that version was a little bit different. It had more like Japanese woodblocks and is slightly more annoying, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's essentially the same track, but we, we thought they were exactly the same at first, but we went back and then there's just like the, you know. No, they, <laughs> they are different. And, and uh, it, you know, I, I as much as I do love the Japanese woodblocks, like it, it was a little obnoxious for this one so um but yeah no this track is great this is a lot of fun a lot of energy um very traditional sounding but like has the energy of like something that's very modern and uh i don't know exciting it was, it was a good track yeah it was very playful i really i mean there's not too many tracks here uh, but overall i can definitely see this being a good backdrop for you know playing a good strategy game against your friend or a computer <laughs> right you know that Koto player was just like rocking out and just in love and life for this track. It just sounded like so much fun, playfulness, and um, I think that you know the rest of the soundtrack is very short, but um, there's a lot of there's a lot of heart there. And unfortunately, we we didn't mention this earlier, but we weren't able to find a composer. There's no credits that we could manage to or care to get to uh, in the games, but um, we did spend some time playing them and checking them out, but. Uh, we just couldn't find a composer. It was probably done by a studio or something. Um, there's not really anything on their website. So, you know, you're just going to have to take it as a, another mystery of unknown composers. Yeah. And the other thing is, even though the company developed and published it, since they're sort of this weird all around anything goes company, it's not really clear if they hired a game studio or have their own game studio or just published it under their company name could have been anybody so for all we know yeah it's a game dev company for hire or who knows uh, we, we we have about as much information as you do unless somebody wants to look it up for us we, we looked as hard as we could <laughs> 
Yeah, or, or no, we looked as hard as we were willing true, to. True, true. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, this episode isn't going to be a two-hour-long deep dive into the strategy of Go. <laughs> so we got a few more tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it, it is Go. I mean, that that's a, essentially thing. So if you're not familiar, it's a very intricate strategy game. It's actually one of the oldest dated games that's still played today. It was created in China over 2,500 years ago. So that just is pretty incredible that you know it must have some lasting appeal if we're <laughs> if we're still oh, playing yeah. it today it's typically played on a block of wood that has a 19 by 19 grid and uh, it can be smaller or larger based on your your skill but um i think that the standard regulatory size is 19 by 19 and players use black or white stones placed on the intersections of those grid lines and you know it's it's kind of like it's kind of like reversey a little bit where you can capture other people's uh, or the other your opponent's um spaces but like it there's there's a lot more there and i think there's um more or less um comparison to something like chess or uh, maybe even like a, like a chess meets othello kind of thing yeah yeah i mean what i've heard from a lot of people is that in terms of like the mechanics it's more straightforward because the pieces work the same you know it's all just placement versus chess where the pieces have individual roles but in terms of complexity and in terms of the number of moves and strategy that's where the similarities and comparisons start to come in right and apparently it, the game is, is is very complicated actually it's it's extremely complex and it has like some very strict rules it's apparently not too impossible it's not too hard to learn but it's very hard to master and so um, from what it, it looks like i'm you know not a go player but from what it looks like is it's a lot more intricate than chess and takes a lot more um, of a mental toll when you play so well i'm gonna stick to uh checkers or uh reverse for now those are much smaller connect four yeah, man. exactly connect much smaller four. easier yeah. to manage grids <laughs> battleship <laughs> yeah anyways uh getting to our next track here this plays uh when you're learning the rules of go and uh, i'm sure there's a whole bunch i tried to go through it but I wasn't going to waste any more time. You did a great job. I saw you made it through the first tutorial. I, I'm, yeah, I'm very proud of you. Yeah, the first on the first challenge. <laughs> this is rules. Let's take a listen. And we'll be right back.
All right, that was Rules from Ego, the 1500 DS Spirits, Volume 10 on the Nintendo DS. And this is actually also used in Reversi for uh, 1500 DS Spirits, Volume 4. Same track, I believe. But quite a big departure from the traditional uh, Koto instrumentals to uh, this smooth jazzy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was a traditional uh, Japanese golf music in the... uh In the 1390s or whatever it was. It was, it was actually a fun track. We were listening to it and Brian's like, are, are you done listening? And I was like, no, I'm not I'm not quite done yet. I, I want to keep listening for a little while. <laughs> it's, it's really smooth. That bass is uh, pretty solid. And, you know, I, I noticed too that the same bass is actually in the other two tracks. If you listen, it's, it's such a different style together. You almost don't hear it, but it's, it is there. Yeah, I didn't notice that actually until you just pointed it out, but I'll have to go back and listen because with all the note bends and everything, it, it does feel very different. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a good, a good track. Definitely. Rules have never been this fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's talk about the actual game, not not Go, but this this software. So tell us a little bit about it, Gene. Yeah, it's a tight little package. I mean, it's it's pretty much what, you, what you'd expect. It's the game, it's some tutorial modes. So you learn how to play the game. There is a very nice two-player local Wi-Fi, which was really popular for DS games for a specific window of time. You know, one person has the game, and if it's a you know a small little title, you just sit close. Download play. Download, Download play. It's play. great. Yeah. yeah, that was. So, I loved that. I thought it was so cool. I didn't have any friends with a DS, so I always wanted to play Download Play with a couple of things, but never never really happened. But there's uh, yeah, I mean, there's many challenges. There's the main game where you can play against an opponent. But um, I'd say the biggest thing about this is you get to pick your character portraits before you start. There's like, you know, it's like Street Fighter 3. There's like these little circles and you pick your character. Uh, no super <laughs> right. moves or anything. You just have cosmetic. But yeah, there's little character portraits that represent the main character and the other player. So sure, why not? Well, this, co- this company is all about cosmetics. So Exactly. Yeah. Three of them are even their mascots. So you have these kind of like... <laughs> phoenix righty looking characters and then three like i don't even know they like children's drawings basically right (laughs) very japanese mascot-y kind of looking things there's like one that's like an upside down heart for a head and it's like green and it has like one's like a little girl character with like like bunny ears yeah exactly very little detail on those on those drawings (laughs) right right and they even have like the like the the names and stuff for like you know like one is actually called tasuke you know so (laughs) And there's also some unlockable characters too. Yeah, we didn't unlock them. We didn't spend the last 20 hours playing Go to I show am you. I'm very they are. curious. I'm very <laughs> curious who they are. Um, there was the, one of the nice things about picking those characters is there's some little character reacts. Uh, you know, if you're if you've got your opponent on the ropes, they'll 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 wince, they'll grimace, and your character will grin and smile. And so we didn't play any major rounds, but I assume that when you win, you have some sort of like gleeful face, and the other person crying you know just like letting all the tears yeah, the out art, <laughs> the art was great the art was it really is, cool i mean it was it was a nice it was a nice touch on that i mean the game is you know what you would expect from a you know 2500 year old game but the uh, the extra bells and whistles that they put on was uh, nice. Yeah, nice nice little package in terms of just like presentation and all you'd really want really i mean it's a 15 dollar or was 15 dollars. i guess you can still buy it full price from the tasuke website which we will not be linking but (laughs) (laughs) you know it's what else is there to say it's it's go (laughs) and the formula was pretty much the same across all of their titles you know you had the the characters that you could pick based on 
uh, the game and having those extra expressions and stuff uh, just give it this little extra flair i think exactly yeah nice little consistent package for for a good budget yep so let's get into our next track here uh there is a mission mode that you can play and it has these little challenges and the characters are in there and stuff too um, I made it through the first mission. It was really easy. And then like, I think there, when you get to like mission five, it starts getting locked and stuff and you have to, uh, it gets really difficult. Anyways, this is from the mission mode. So let's take a listen. And we'll be right back. mission mode theme from ego for the nintendo ds yeah this is uh, this is a cool track you don't expect that coming in right like that uh kind of eerie first track that we we started off with that really like kind of um mysterious first five seconds it's like the same thing happening here but then all of a sudden you know those hi-hats kick in and you're like oh this is going a different direction than i was expecting love that surprise ending right before the loop i was not expecting that at all <laughs> that that stab oh that, yeah yeah that was good that was good yeah we're playing all these these tracks with two loops just because you know this isn't a very long episode anyway so um i think that uh you know the soundtrack while it's super short it's concise it's it's, it's still fun, you know, and it, and it serves the right purpose for this being a budget game and a budget, uh, you know, I guess I wouldn't say budget soundtrack, but it's a, a limited soundtrack. Sure. I mean, for the series. I've we've listened to a lot of music and there's no real reason that they have to put too much effort. I've definitely played games like this was like one track. You, you open it up and there's like right, the title right, right. theme and then there's like nothing else. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've got like four or five tracks. Why not? Right. Yeah, yeah, and there's some, there's some little jingles in there like game over and and stuff like that. that you know, at least they put some effort of in course, there. So yeah, it was good. It's good. Anyways, a, a fun soundtrack. You know, overall, you know, today we covered the 1500 DS Spirits Volume 10. 
on the DS composed by someone at Toski, maybe, or somebody just anywhere in Japan, I guess. As always, if you're listening to the show and you wrote the music for it, or you know who wrote the music for it, please write in. We'd love to know who it is. <laughs> uh, if you have somebody who works those cosmetics and uh, you know happens to know the cousin of the of the friend, <laughs> we'll be right here. <laughs> and you can email us. The guy who does like the face masks and like the 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 peeling and the, you know, exfoliation <laughs> of course, creams. Of course. You can check us out online at pixelatedaudio.com for the show notes and the track list. And we can also be found on Twitter at Pixelated Audio. Right. And if you like the show, you can leave some feedback on iTunes. That's appreciated. And also our Discord, that's a place where we just, it's a huge community that, you know, has created kind of just organically. And it's its a lot of fun to be able to chat with everybody there. Everybody very, very, you know, just happy to talk about um, game audio, video games in general, and all sorts of other stuff, just music even, you know. Definitely. So it's a, it's, a, it's a great place. Uh, the link's on the website. So definitely join in if you're on Discord and, you know, chat with us it'll be a good time yeah super casual we're talking about all sorts of stuff game music and otherwise we got a bunch of channels off topic a lot of uh a lot of jazz a lot of soul music in there so oh man we need to make we need to make a whole channel for harold hartooth yeah and that actually brings us to our plugs for our past episodes <laughs> one of the things we've been trying to do a little bit more you know pardon the uh, the little break we had recently is we've been trying to do some of these short episodes not only just because it makes it easier to keep a schedule but also it's fun to do these little short soundtracks without having the burden of like working on them for months at a time or weeks at a time to try to get this like two hour show out so uh yeah. our last episode very recently wonderborg uh 136 where we talked about programmable robot which had software with some really cool music we did right. everybody's favorite 125 Colgate or Harold Hardtooth and the fight for clean teeth. Yep. <laughs> and actually one of our earliest uh, short episodes uh, was Rackets and Rivals, episode 113. A lot of great music in all three of those shows. We decided that getting ourselves back on track this year amidst like all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world, um, you know, too much to even talk about. Like we're all here. We're all present. We all know what's going on and there's just there's just so much going on in the world right now so for us we need a uh, you know a breather for several weeks and uh we decided the rest of the year let's just let's just have fun and um get a bunch of these short shows out something that we have been planning on doing for a while and we're like you know what let's let's just do it so hopefully you guys like it and we didn't uh, you know gloss over too much but I, I don't think there's enough to to really talk about anyway when it comes to go well actually you can listen in my other podcast where we do deep strategies on go it's about three hours every two days no, i'm just kidding <laughs> actually it probably would take that long to get good at it but uh i am not the person to listen to on those strategies i'm sure you could find a youtube tutorial on that and with that <laughs> we have one track we have one track left to take another show this is puzzle and you know i'm i'm not exactly sure like which puzzle this is but um, it, it's a puzzle sometime in the game. So apparently there is a mode that I haven't found yet <laughs> called a Puzzle. Um, it's a really great track. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you back very soon for our next episode.